good evening and welcome to another episode of the Evening Almanac with comedian Jamie Jackson. How are you doing? I'm sitting at my desk. Does it sound echoey? I don't know. I'm going to give it a try. I just thought I would um, sit in a an, an official swivel office chair to do the next podcast, this podcast, so it feels like I'm on radio or something. You know, I'm in the studio, chatting. I always wanted to work in radio when I was young. Always. Still do, actually. Uh, not DJing, but... Like talk back radio, that kind of thing. And then when podcasts came along, I was like, hang on a minute. You can do this, even if you've got no skill, experience, humour, uh, uh, intelligence, ability to remember things, ability to talk properly. Uh, you don't need to know anything about current affairs, technology. You don't need to work your way up. You can just go straight in at the bottom level and create crap no one's going to listen to. So um, podcast. <laughs> Podcasting was the choice for me. Had a gig last night at Rising Star Comedy Club. Um, I love the way these places call themselves clubs when they're rooms above pubs. But it's always a, an all right night, actually, and it's a competition. And then they do have a final. And then they, I think they give the money that they collect to somebody, the winner, to go to Edinburgh, which I think is pretty good. Anyway, something quite remarkable happened last night. And by remarkable, you're going to get to the end of this story and think... Well, that's interesting, but it's not really remarkable, is the people who organised the night just didn't turn up, right? I don't know why, it just didn't turn up. So there's ten, there was ten of us, I think, uh, comedians, bringers, uh, maybe some actual audience members as well. It was quite a packed room. And one of the comedians was just, just ran the night. He just, a guy called Les, he's a, um, he's a professor or a lecturer or something, but he also does comedy. And he's in his 50s and he was like, fuck it, I'll do it. So we did it. There was no mic, but I can forgive that because he um, set up the room as best as he possibly could. Put all the chairs out, ran a proper night. He emceed it. When I arrived, he said, have you got any MC experience? And I was like, no. And he goes, I need someone to run this night. And he put on a whole night. Nobody's journey was wasted. It was a proper gig. In fact, it was better than a lot of gigs I've been to. It was... Like, a really great night. Everyone was really friendly. Everyone was really into it. Um, it was fantastic. Like, good for him. Just took took that all on by himself. And so, um, I'm going to go on record, this record, which isn't really a record, it's just me talking shit into a phone, and say, um, can't remember his surname now, so there we go, this tribute doesn't help. But Les, you are a fucking legend. I even went on right at the end and I said, can I quickly say something? And then said... You know, everybody, the, the people who run this night haven't turned up. Les decided to take it all on. Nobody's journey was wasted. We've all had a great night. Give them a big round of applause. Basically, I made it all about me. Made it all about me by just, you know, pretending to thank someone else. It's the classic trick that comedians do when they come on stage and they go, big hand for your MC. No, not big hand for your MC. Don't get the energy up in the room for somebody else's efforts, you motherfucker. Anyway, I tried some new stuff last night, which I was quite pleased with. Stuff about duvets, togs. Rodeos, algebra, um, and I did a new, brand new bit about um, sperm donors because you cannot donate sperm if you are under five foot ten. I'm five nine and three quarters, so therefore I cannot donate sperm. I think I've talked about this before, but if you don't believe me, look it up. Nobody wants the sperm. Nobody wants to think about my sperm. Nobody wants it in the the same room. No, they don't want it. They don't want it anywhere near them. Forget about it. I don't want your sperm. Because your sperm is essentially uh, needs to be killed off. Your genes are wrong and you need to ditch them. That's 
But that's what it says to me. Like, women will draw a, a, a clear line and go, no, don't want, don't want this. Imagine if it was the other way round, and and men had to get women's sperm, and they were like, I don't want a fat bird. Yeah, imagine that. Yes, I used the word fat and bird in the same sentence. Get get with it, wokesters. But really, it's funny, isn't it? There's a body body positivity, body positivity. Is that right? Movement, and it's always like you know, big fat women on Cosmo. Saying this is healthy, it's not healthy. Being morbidly obese is not healthy. But just anyway, never mind. Um, and uh, people can live how they want. I'm not judging them, but let's not pretend it's healthy. But this body positivity movement is very much centred around fat women. It's not centred around women who are far too skinny. And it's certainly not centred around men in any way, shape or form. It, it, like, fat bloke, you're a fat bloke. Ugly bloke, you're an ugly bloke. Then again, I think we talked about this the other day. Ugly, no, but like... Even those plus-size models on the cover of Cosmo, they're all good-looking women. You, ugly is, ugly has, for both sexes has not reached the body positivity uh, movement yet. Because nobody wants to think or see or hear about ugly people. It's just like, yeah, we want fat people, but fat people who are like really presentable and good-looking and clean and have nice hair and are models... Anyway, what, how did I get onto that? Oh, yeah. Women not wanting my sperm. My goodness, it's enough to turn you into an incel, isn't it? It's is is enough to make you go, fuck you, women. But of course, on paper, right, that's the way the world is. Someone, you, A woman will automatically say, I want tall, dark and handsome. Whereas I'm, you know, five foot nine, grey and ginger. So it, that's just, that you just got to work with the hand that you're dealt. Like, I'm very skinny, but I work out. I try and keep my um, beard in check. I try and um, dress well. And um, you've got to be positive and embody love, not bitterness. This is what these incels get wrong. They blame women for all their problems. right? Women are, are not your problem. You're your problem. And, and even if it's, it's not your problem, it's your responsibility to sort it out. But instead, what incels do is they go, I want to blame women for all of this, and it's their fault, and they need to sort it out, and I'm not going to change at all. It's fucking awful. It's like, Jesus H, grow up. Turn into a fucking man and deal, deal with your problems. Everybody else has to. Well, this took a strange tangent, didn't it? Um, I hope that any of that um, sounded sexist, but um, if, you're, if, you're, if you're offended, go fuck yourself. See you on the next pod. Love you lots.